Welcome to the Body Clinic Radio Podcast with your host, James Burroughs. James has dedicated the last 10 years in the fitness industry to become an expert in his field and work with elite athletes from all over the world. In the coming episodes, James goes into detail on all aspects of health and fitness in order to educate, motivate, and give everyone the chance to live a happier, healthier lifestyle. Hello, one and all. Welcome to episode seven of Bodyfit Radio Podcast. Now, we've finally got uh, our guest that I've had organised to come and have a chat with us. I'm very pleased to welcome Yusuf, the Pro BT. <laughs> Yo, you like saying? <laughs> welcome to the Bodyfit Radio Podcast. Welcome, James. Thanks for obviously giving me this great opportunity, man. Yeah, so uh, I started, uh, I reached out to Yusuf quite a while ago now, uh, just through social media, the, uh, the power of social media been following some of his stuff um yeah it's really cool just really like his training techniques and what he does with his clients um so yeah we messaged him managed to get some training in today um yeah had a pretty cool day uh and we're gonna record this podcast we've got a real awesome topic today about the importance of mindset and how he uses this with his clients um but yeah so hopefully we can get lots of good content for all of you yusuf what got you started in this industry to start off with what got me started? I think one of the biggest part was insecurities. Yeah. Um, just trying to overcome a weight loss transition. So I'm trying to lose weight, <clears throat> just to sort of build my confidence, and mainly just try to stay fit. And that usually that that sort of came when I went in prison. Yeah. You know, there was a period where I didn't feel comfortable with my body. Just thought, you know what? By exercising, I started to find myself in different elements and. I got into boxing at a very young age, <clears throat> nothing serious, but it was a way of me sort of battling like the problem I had in the streets, the problem I had at home. And then I just started to enjoy the bars, but I wasn't taking it serious. Like my diet was off point. And then as I got bigger, I got really fat and I was quite obese. And then once I went to prison, I just wanted to sort of change certain habits and change certain ways of the way I ate, the way I felt and the way I looked. You know, I just wanted to be big and strong and I, I had that inner strength, that inner power. And I was able to sort of overcome that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, to, to be honest, I've been speaking to you for a while. And also you feel, you think you get to know someone. Uh, but yeah, even today, like, uh, he's had a pretty pretty colourful background. And the story of Yusuf is, is, is so impressive. So everyone, please go and check him out. But to, today, I want to speak a little bit about some of the training methods that Yusuf uses with his clients. Uh, I'm sure some of you have seen it on Instagram. He's uh, He's got awesome amount of clients and some of the stuff he does is really cool and also even his own training um, like we did some boxing today so um, I've seen I see what you've just been doing with some boxing and stuff it's really good you seem to enjoy it yeah 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 I mean definitely definitely, definitely enjoy it it's definitely taking me out of my comfort zone not the sort of training I've been doing for the last couple of years um, especially with my injuries and stuff but again when it comes to clients and stuff I always try to sort of tailor it to the individuals um, I don't believe in one method I think there's a lot of methods out there and it all goes down to the individual. So once you sort of start to get to the industry, you start to gain the experience and the knowledge. And as you get more confident with it, you can sort of just, you can tell by looking at someone, their posture, you know, their lifestyle, the sort of job they have, what sort of things you got to do with them when it comes to their training. You know, you can't make everyone do what you expect yourself to do or what you expect the certain clients that you're training to sort of like compare to the certain clients that, might not have that sort of ability to keep up, you know, whether it's like functional training, whether it's weight training, whether it's, you know, boxing, whatever it is, you know, it's always, always trying to find a connection 
But when it comes to sort of personal training, I think the most important part is you got to have great people skills, you know. Once you've got that connection with people, when you've got that right understanding of people energy, you can then potentially either transition them into doing them what you want or you just get a better understanding of them so you can just tailor it to what they want to do. You know, a common thing that we get is girls that want to come and just want to wear their booty. You know, that's a, that's a very common thing in the industry or people just generally want to, you know, lose weight or be healthy. You hardly get many people that want to sort of like become elite or, you know, want to improve their sort of like performance and training. And I think maybe that's because of the audience and the market that we sort of tackled in the beginning. But then when it comes to like training athletes and stuff, I've had that experience. So where I train myself as an athlete, I was able to sort of transition that into, you know, coaching. Awesome. Um, yeah, so what uh, what I've really, I've managed to have some training with Yusuf today. Some of the stuff we've been doing is really good. Uh, hopefully we'll get a few videos together and then we'll uh, get this out so you, a few of you guys can see what, all some of the stuff we've been doing. A key topic that I wanted to discuss today is mindset. Now I do this a lot with a lot of my clients, um, quite a lot of my athletes, obviously because they're competing to a high level. Um, but what I love about Yusuf, he, he, he introduces a lot with all his clients. Like he's a very, very positive person. Like His drive uh, for work, for his clients, and his passion for what he does is, is pretty infectious. So I just wanted to discuss with you what, what you do in order to ensure your clients got a positive mindset and how you incorporate that in your training. I think as an individual, as a coach, you just got to have that in yourself. you got to, first of all, you got to be motivated yourself. you got to have the work ethic you got to be a role model, you know? So if you, like, if you can't just expect people to listen to you or be inspired, you can't be a waffler. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people out there yeah, that yeah. waffle, you know, they do the talking, they act like they're trained, they act like they do this and that. But you know what? The, the, the great thing about social media is you can actually document your journey and through that, you start attracting clients who like the way you live. And most of my clients generally come to me not because of, you know, I'm just a trainer. I think they're, they're genuinely inspired or engaged by my lifestyle. They have a lot of questions. And that's the sort of first approach. People come to meet me and just want to question about what I do and how I did it and stuff. And then once you sort of get that, you sort of know that this person is generally interested in, you know, finding the motivation or finding the, the, the sort of equation to get out of what they're going through, whether it's like physical or mentally. My way of dealing with it is literally setting rituals, having big goals in life and tackling your insecurities and your, you know, your, your disadvantages. Because we all have them. You know, no one can lie. No one's perfect. We all got shit going on. Everyone's struggling one way or another and putting it out there and, you know, tackling it rather than brushing it away was one big way of me dealing with it. And then there's there's a satisfaction of overcoming it and you will overcome it. You know, with hard work, with pushing yourself, you will be able to manage to get to the other side. And then with that, you can actually coach people couldn't if you've done it and then you can sort of teach others to do it. So I think that's a really big important part. And I do believe mental health. And, you know, the mental element is a really important part when it comes to physical element because that's the only way you can tackle it. You know, when you, once you start working yourself, you start releasing endorphins, your confidence level goes up, your energy level goes up, your mindset is clear. And training takes a lot of discipline, a lot of structure. So if you can implement that an hour of your training, you naturally start to create better habits in your life, better choices. And it's those choices, those habits that make a change in your mental element, you know, and that's what allows people to achieve things in life. Yeah, no, that, that's awesome. And the, the point Yusuf made about earlier where he's saying, obviously not everyone's, everyone's the same and he can't use the same terminology for each person. That is so huge. That's a huge topic. Because like people can come, come into the gym and 
and do a session. They could be the same age from the same area, whatever, but then they'd be completely different. So sure. you couldn't you couldn't apply the same training program because you'd have to assess them, see how they move. Everyone's biomechanics would be different. Um, and I think this is what's really good about Yusuf and what he does with his clients. It differs so much and he offers so much value. But also these these uh, core values that he's got is, is phenomenal. Like even, even speaking to him today, uh, he gave me the insight into this, his sort of day, his daily routines. Like I thought I had good daily habits. <laughs> you want to listen to this guy, uh, it puts me to shame. Uh, but tell us a little bit about your daily, like what's, what sort of sleep pattern you so, have at the minute? At the moment, we're actually doing a polyphasic plan. So it's limiting your sleeping hours. And, you know, you sort of have small little power naps throughout the day if you get the time. But again, if you are busy, then you sort of get into a habit of just having a very short period of sleep at night, waking up really early, but doing something proactive, doing something that you enjoy, something you love, will give you that motivation to wake up in the morning to, you know, to strive. And one big understanding that I learned from, you know, calculating the hours of sleep in comparison to an average person if an average person was sleeping eight, sleeping eight hours and I slept six hours at night, I gained an extra month by adding two hours a day to my to, to, to you know my time. And if I was to cut four hours, I would gain up to almost two months of time. So I'm always ahead of the game. I'm always ahead of the average person. So that's a big part. And what people understand is the more time you spend in bed, the more lazy you become. And when you're spending time in bed, you're not necessarily sleeping. You're probably scrolling through your phone. You know, my advice is you only get into bed when you're tired. And if you're not tired, then do something with your time. Don't waste it. And not everyone has to be an extremist, like the way we live and, you know, the way we're driven, the way we drive. But again, if you've got goals in life, you want to achieve them, then why not? You know, why waste time? Why why consume the time you've got today and worry about the past? Like, oh, because you couldn't do it, you didn't do it. You're going to limit what you're going to do tomorrow. You know, and people like to me, but, oh, but how can I do it? I need my sleep. My, my sleep's important. But to be honest, you're probably just wasting your time in bed scrolling through Instagram. You probably still get the same amount of sleep I do. You probably get four hours, but you're wasting six hours of it doing fuck all in bed. Yeah, yeah. You know? Um, I feel bad now. I've got seven hours last night. <laughs> uh, speaking to you, I feel really bad. But I just. But well, power naps are good for you as well. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, I just think it's mad. Like, like I say, using that analogy of if you save two hours, you're going to save a month, a year. That's crazy. Amazing. Think about it. Think about what you can do in a month. Yeah, yeah. And it is a month. It's literally a month blows my mind like I say that sort of mindset and just getting stuff done you know getting the grafting um, because the thing is in this industry you're starting early and you're finishing late um, so it's hard graft um, and yet he's getting up crazy early getting stuff done what time do you go for a run? Depends so I always try to get one in the morning if I had any sort of cancellation throughout the day again if I'm not working out or doing any sort of training I'm just running um, try to get them at night and the reason why I do it because I just want to exhaust myself from it's so hard to exhaust myself. I've got to the point right now where hard work is no longer hard work. Yeah. So like pushing myself all the time just get me fit and stronger. I'm giving me more energy. People think by working out, by running, pushing yourself, you're just going to get tired, you're going to burn out. I, I, haven't, I haven't experienced that. I don't believe in that. Yeah, yeah. I just believe you're going to get fit. You know what it's like in this gym, like the first time you bench press 20, 30 dumbbells, you know, the second time you do it, you get better. It's the same thing when it comes to running. It's the same thing when it comes to your training. It's the same thing when it comes to your work ethic. But that's the secret is by exercising, you start to get self belief. Because if you can believe, if 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 you experience the transition of bench in ten kg to twenty kg, you initially get that self belief to be like, you know what, that formula I can just implement that into my life, so I can go from sleeping eight hours to six hours, and you will see the gradual results. You can go from working six hours a day to working eight hours, and you will see a massive results. 
you know, to, in, in your income, you can see a massive result into, you know, your habits of getting shit done. That's, that's unreal. Like, I must admit, I feel like... And that's the conversion that's what we try to make my clients understand as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's why training is a great way of dealing because you can see, you can see the success straight away. You can see results instantly. Yeah, no, that, that, is, that is awesome. Like, the fact, the fact, also, you can stay focused with that, that little sleep and... Oh, you see my energy, bro. I'll put it all over Instagram. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm active. <laughs> Even today. Yeah, Even when, today. He, when he was boxing, he was, uh, yeah, flat out. Um, but yeah, but, and that's phenomenal. And, that, and the fact that you've had such minimal sleep is... Uh, Mate, I can't believe it's impressive, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm not even tired. They don't shoot, I'm not tired. Yeah. Yeah? It's crazy. Um, I'll tell you what was interesting today, uh, on a bit of a personal level, so yeah. we're catching up. Uh, so as, as you know, I used to obviously compete uh, in, in, in off-road motorcycling, and I thought I had my, most of the injuries known to man, but he's got just as many as me. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> <laughs> still on a motorbike. <laughs> yeah, so his was on the road, I was off-road. Um, but yeah, in comparing injuries, he's, he's had just as much hard luck. What sort of injuries you had? So I've got a slap tear my rat scapula, disc in my shoulder three times, tore my pec, got um, fractured hips, fractured ankle, pretty bad knees. Yeah? Yeah. Cause it, Caused a lot of imbalance, I had scoliosis for like three years. Yeah. I was able to sort of reverse that slowly, slowly. Now it's, it's mad because like, I, I was talking to Yusuf about some of the training I have to do because I'm injured. And yeah, it's very similar. Like he has, to, it's very. I'm limited to what I can do. Like if I went in a CrossFit gym, I'd be banging trouble. I'd ball straight out, but just because of my shoulders and my mobility. Um, but yeah, it's just phenomenal how we've come from slightly different backgrounds. But yeah, we're, we're both sort of smashing yeah. pieces. And so, but the thing is, we like, we still don't give us up each other excuses because we're going out there and we're still working hard. You know, we're still training. Yeah, yeah. We're still setting great examples. You know, like today the performance that I'll I was able to do in the gym and three years I wasn't able to do it. And yeah, the yeah. fact that we were able to overcome these injuries, these, you know, these problems and never let them sort of like, you know, make us lose the drive and the motivation training, it's great to see. You know, and especially when you took that video today, we used to be talking about the videos and stuff like I look, look just looking back at the videos, I'm quite impressed with the way I'm moving. Cause I just remember three years ago when I couldn't move. You know, I remember three years ago when I was like isolated in my rights and my body, I couldn't use it. And just to see the way my arms are moving today from the training methods that we had to put into our routines just to, you know, taking that step back from the cre- the great way of, the gritty way of working out where it's like bodybuilding. I think we all sort of started that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, just bench, bench pressing heavy, yeah, yeah. you know, overhead presses, getting crazy with the pull-ups and then causing these bad imbalances, causing dysfunction, injuring yourself and like trying to go back into that eager way of training and then all of a sudden you got to go from like no training to like rehab can really mess up your motivation, really mess up your your mindset but then where we'd be able to come out of it on the other side and carry on training like you said you're going to get into jiu-jitsu and stuff with all these dysfunctions it's just to show us like training isn't just about lifting heavy weights yeah. training isn't just about you know pushing yourself which I'm all for it push yourself but make sure you're looking after yourself at the same time yeah. you know make sure you have enough knowledge to deal with consequences if you are going to injure yourself you know yeah. I think that's an, that's an awesome point actually um, like I say everyone enjoys lifting weights um but again, it's not the be one end all. Like even when I had my injury, especially with my shoulders, I couldn't even lift a bottle of water above my head. Yeah. Um, I even struggle now to do a shoulder press. If I'm pressing too heavy, I get pins and needles in my hand. So that's just from the injuries I've had over time. And yeah, a lot of emphasis, especially on people that maybe are limited on knowledge in the gym, 
they just go into the weight section, mainly men, lift as heavy as they can, and they think that's what they should be doing. Yeah. And ultimately, they're potentially causing more problems, putting too much unnecessary load on their body, and then, and then causing further implications of injury, which obviously isn't ideal, and that can, can set you back. Like yeah. you injure your shoulder, so if you're training for a six-week period and injure your shoulder, and then you're out for five weeks, your training just goes completely out the window, and like I say, it has such a negative effect on your performance. Of course, I love it. Obviously, your body composition as well. Like people instantly get depressed when they've gained one percent body fat. So imagine not being able to train not because you've got bad habits, generally because you're injured. It can cause a lot of depression. Yeah. You know, I don't went through that phase. I went through a phase for three years without training. I went from being this like men's physique, UK BFF, lean, shredded bodybuilder to a walking lump. <laughs> 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 and it was hard to show the body fat because again when you got all these injuries even just something small like running you can't do it yeah you know and it affects so you did no training whatsoever no training bro I was going to doctors and physio and they were making me believe I wasn't I wasn't able to exercise again like that's how much fucked up it was and then that's, that's, that's how I that's why I went out there and wanted to learn myself how to reverse these injuries and there's a lot of things out there on YouTube Google and stuff which if you listen to the right person and you follow the steps, you will overcome it. You know, and it's going to be fucking painful. I'm not saying, you know, you're going to cure yourself in 12 weeks. It is going to take a little while, depending on how bad the injury is, but there is another side out of it. And then if there isn't, you know, at least you try it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You never know till you try. And that's the thing. That's, I, I, when I was uh, competing, a uh, consultant at the hospital said I'll never race a bike again. And I was quite young at the time, yeah. it really upset me because I put quite a lot into my yeah. racing career. Um, but luckily I was at uni, so they helped me get rehab and then I was racing within a year. But like, saying that to someone can be so painful uh, from a psychological standpoint, even from them saying to you, you can't exercise and you can't do this. But the funny thing is, even yesterday, look like, you saw last week, I fractured my eye. Yeah. My eye was hanging up my eye, you know? <laughs> my eye was hanging up my eye socket. So. <laughs> and like the doctor initially said, you can't go back to training. That same night when I came out of the hospital, I went back to work. I ran 10 miles at night, fucking carried on boxing every day after that. Today I went to box, I'm totally fine. You know, and when I went back to the doctor yesterday, like, which eye was it? Because that's how quick my healing process is. Because once you push yourself through boundaries and injuries, your body naturally wants to fight back and fix itself. It's those moments when you take a setback and you chill and you relax, your body relaxes. Yeah, yeah. So you can increase your recovery by pushing yourself. You can increase your recovery by, you know, putting your mindset into self-belief that your body can fix whatever it needs to fix. Like your body does like seven trillion, your mind does seven trillion things a second. Mate, that's crazy. And we only tap into like 3% of our mind. Like, that is mad. think about how much things out there in our mind that we can create, we can do, we can fix. Like we're not controlled by heartbeat. You know, we don't control the organs and stuff that goes in there, but they're happening there, and it's our body that's doing it. Yeah, yeah. Some that's, of us are better than others of controlling it and being able to tap into it. That's, that's you know, I've never taken a medication, well. nothing. No, yeah. like, even when I go to the doctor, they gave me antibiotics, the lady's like, oh, you're going to get an eye infection if you don't take antibiotics. I'm like, damn right, I'm just going to eat healthy, bro. I'm just going to yeah, push yeah. myself. I'm going to sit down and actually talk to my mind. I, I, I sat down, I spoke to my soul, I spoke to my eyes, I said, look, you've got to fix yourself. And I promise you, a week later, you know, you can't, you still can't tell which eye it was. Yeah, I can't. And you saw, you saw how bad it was. your left eye. No, my right eye, yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it did look, did look pretty bad for me. <laughs>
Um, mate, yeah, that's awesome. Thank, thanks for all this input. Like, it's, it's really good. And, and what, what you're doing with your clients now, man, is, is really good. And also, even for me coming over as a trainer, it's, it's yeah. good to see um, someone else smashing it and also working crazy hours like me. I must admit, I am sleeping a bit more than you. <laughs> maybe, maybe I need to change that. You can try it, bro. <laughs> Definitely try I'm it. I might give it a go, actually. Give it maybe a go, bro. Give it a go. Definitely yeah. give it a go. But what, have I got to go straight in for four hours? Surely not. Well, just gradually build it up. Like, do what you're doing now, yeah? Stick to your eight hours. Just add a small little power nap during the day. Yeah. And then start cutting it after you added the power nap. Maybe I'll give it a go. Try give yourself like a 25 minute power nap. See how we go. And your body goes straight into rest. You generally feel like you've had a full on sleep. You you know those mornings when you wake up thinking you forgot to wake up? Yeah, yeah. Like you thought like you, the day's messed up. Yeah. You get one of those on during the day, bro. And it's only been 25 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, right, so. Obviously, we covered some real key topics here, but something that I want to sort of cover because obviously, as a trainer, um, obviously you've got a good following. Yeah. Um, but what would you say? Um, you've got a good amount of clients. Obviously, you're getting great results. What would you say to say young trainers starting out in this industry? First of all, like you got to have good intention. Like, you know, my intention to come to the industry was to give back and create value. It wasn't to make money. I just ended up making money because. I focused a lot on delivering the best I could do, whether it was results, whether it was classes, whether it was like my punctuality, whether it was my appearance, anything related to your business as a, as a self-employed trader, to perfect it, to you know get a better understanding, the knowledge and the mental side of thing. Once you provided that, then it was being the best person that can brand themselves and market themselves, and then going 100 miles an hour with it to get the best outreach. Yeah. You know, I always say to trainer, you can have the best service, the best product, but if you don't have to market yourself, then, you know, you're not going to make money. Yeah. And it's important to make money in the industry. But, you know, I started offering services for free for over the, over a year. And I was managed to build such a demand for myself that once I converted it, it was like a jackpot. Literally, like, you went from zero to a hundred quick. Yeah, yeah. You went from working for free to covering all your 16 hours PT and to pay clients. Yeah, yeah. You know, and... It was and crazy. Running that space to put them. Literally, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. We were comparing our hours last week, and uh, yeah, you should beat me. <laughs> but it's, it's, to be honest, it's nice meeting another trainer that is thinking right. Okay, I'll try and I'll try and get eleven in today. I'll try yeah. Because yeah, some of the days, yeah, it is January, but yeah, some of the days are crazy. Um, but I think I think it's fun. Like you yeah, gotta enjoy yeah, it. Same. Like, and the thing is, the amount of different people you meet, like I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, it is work. It is hard work, but then the, the issue. Well, the positive thing is I don't really see it as that. I, I love what I do. I love seeing pro- people progress and also coming in and training and then making sure they're hitting the targets or getting what they should get. But it will drain you up. Yeah. Like, I can say, that's what I said to you before, like as much as I love what I do and the reason why, you know, I, I try not to make it as, 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 as work or as serious is because like in reality, I'm not really a people person. When it comes to work, I do anything for the brand, for the business, but in my own space, in my own time, I'm a very lonely person. I spend a lot of time alone. Like I've got this house for myself, you know. Yeah, yeah. The space I've got, the mindset I tap into, the things I do, my free time is literally just isolate myself. Yeah, yeah. But then that allows me to then go the other way when I'm with people. Yeah. And when it comes to like you know giving back or doing something that I enjoy, that yeah. I love. Yeah, and yeah, that's right. Like I, even myself like, as a trainer, you spend a lot of time working with people, but then a lot of the other time you're on your own. Like, even I'm in my gym quite a lot on my own or it's early mornings or I have exactly. to get in, 
in early to train before my clients I'm on my own yeah and like I say it's unsociable hours it is. usually working on a Saturday you Saturday know, Sunday every day bro yeah, just banged out literally clients <laughs> but, but yeah so I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast I just want to say a massive thank you for coming well, thank you, bro. as my first guest definitely um, but yeah really enjoyed the training today we're hoping going to keep it up definitely uh, going to come over and do a bit more training uh, maybe do a bit more boxing together I just need to try Reduce my sleep, apparently, <laughs> to become productive. Uh, but no, thanks everyone for listening. Um, thanks for being my first guest, mate. Thank you. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you all soon. I'm excited to listen to this. <laughs>